Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, Steve, uh, where are we on NASA and their development of the supersonic jet? Given all the problems that Boeing seems to be having lately, it seems like we could use a new space supplier of uh, airplanes of some sort. Well, we have a story here that's quite interesting in the aircraft vernacular. We call this the X-59. And it's a project that's also a joint project that Lockheed Martin is working with the Skunk Works. Now, who are the Skunk Works? For the longest time, this particular so-called secret organization of Lockheed has been developing over the course of maybe the last 50 or 60 years some of the most incredibly fast aircraft ever. It started off with other projects, but the A-12 was the single-seat aircraft that looked like the SR-71. It's actually the single-seater, as I mentioned, and then the SR-71. But right now, the big problem is, in the 1960s, there was a project that Boeing had and other aircraft companies that were looking to develop the supersonic transport. And many people may, of course, know about the Concorde. And you may be wondering and scratching your head, folks, thinking, well, hey, wait a minute, why didn't the Concorde fly regular, you know, airline passenger service from, say, New York to Los Angeles. Well, it would have defeated the whole purpose because it was, it is, you know, in its history, a supersonic aircraft. So now they're developing something with this particular X-59 Quest, as they're calling it. They're looking to find ways to develop low-yield supersonic, uh, you know, sound barrier things. And what does that mean? It means that they're looking to be able to mitigate these sound, you know, blasts that come from supersonic shockwaves. And it looks like this aircraft, if you take a look at it and Google the X-59, it looks otherworldly. It looks like it has a needle nose on it, extremely long. But they're doing tests right now so that hopefully in the future we can get not only private, you know, corporate aircraft to be able to do this. You know, I know there was an aircraft in the private jet world like the Cessna X, I guess it was called. And it was almost an aircraft that I think could approach the speed of sound. But don't do that because if you're flying over populated areas, that's going to do something really strange. The only time I ever heard a supersonic, you know, a sonic boom, we were on an aircraft carrier, the USS Carl Vinson, out at sea. We were invited there. And there, out in the ocean, they took one of their F-18s and it flew it right along almost at the level of the deck of the aircraft carrier at supersonic. And Frank, my brother has a picture, he's the photographer in the family, of the aircraft going through this, like, shock wave, and you see the moisture around it, like this big cone, as it's breaking the sound barrier. But this particular aircraft, hopefully, will lend to a way that in the future we'll be able to have supersonic travel without the big booms. 800-848-9222. Let me say hello to Steve in California. Hi, Steve. Hi, Frank. I'm not going to exploit my political stuff here, but I want to talk about Good morning. Uh, something I saw, and then I want to ask a question about sure. uh, the Central Valley and the Sea of Cortez. When I was 12, and I found somebody finally who saw the same thing. He was in North Carolina. I was in North uh, Northern California, I was about 12, but this was 1966, about. And no sooner did I settle into my sleeping bag and look up at the sky in my backyard when a asteroid the size of Mount Shasta missed us by only 3,000 miles. It lit up a sixth of the sky. It went from California to Hawaii in about two seconds. Yes. That fast. Wow. Incredible. Now, my, my question is, 
My question is this. now, And, and it looked curdling orange and yellow, not just white. I mm-hmm. saw it. And someone else saw it, too. But anyway, my question is this. The Central Valley, I now suspect, is a divot from a like a similar-sized asteroid. It would explain the gold deposits near Paradise, California. And it would explain if it bounced over the L.A. mountains and landed over there by Mexico, it would explain that Sea of Cortez that separates Baja from mm-hmm. Uh, Mexico. Yes. Now, do you think that's a possibility? It could be, but I. But I, here's what I would do personally, if you'd like. And this is a public email that I use. I'd love to hear more about this if you give me the specifics on it. And my email is okay, simply I, this. I, 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 I can tell you exactly. It, it happened at nine o'clock on California time, PM. Okay. And it, it it went from from Northern California to Hawaii trajectory, almost hit us. Didn't make a sound. And if I blinked, I'd have missed it. But it was as big as Mount Shasta. And wow. so it, it seems to me that the Central Valley could have been a divot from a glancing blow. Mm. It could have skipped over the mountains and then landed in the Mexico area and carved out that strait between uh, Mexico and Baja. And it would explain the gold deposits near Paradise. where. It All right, Steve, let me get uh, Dr. Sky to uh, comment well, and weigh in. Go ahead. What I was going to say, and by the way, this is for anybody out there that has a question you'd like to answer, just drskyshow, Dr. Sky Show at gmail.com. But, Steve, what Steve's referring to is I doubt very seriously, unless we have a definitive you know, calendar date and he's describing this in more detail, I'd need to know more. I doubt very much if that one object could lay down all those mineral deposits in a short period of time. Maybe something over millions of years ago is more than likely. But we would have to know. My, my guess, and just taking a quick stab at this, is that you're seeing some sort of an asteroid body like a gigantic fireball that comes over the, you know, over the ground but we need to know more dates, times, locations, the whole nine yards in order to at least give a better answer than from what we've heard as the evidence. I understand we discovered a new planet. That's exciting. Well, absolutely. And we do have something here to talk about. You know, if you look out into space, we find now that we're looking about over 5,500, Frank, exoplanets. And one of the most bizarre ones of all is something we're seeing is like the Earth was millions, maybe billions of years ago. We're seeing a partially lava-like planet. And that's amazing because what we're seeing then, it's obviously not inhabited, but in this, well, who knows? Maybe there's other life forms that love heat. But in this particular case, the beat goes on with extra exoplanets. One that's half of its, you know, hemisphere is in the state of lava. And that's quite fascinating because it shows us one thing, that the evolution for planetary objects is not over because now we're seeing something in which one is actually under development. Fascinating. Absolutely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.